Well now, hello listeners, entrepreneurs. Um, sure, if you were not thinking about pivoting out of your current business into something different that takes you into the future, if you were not thinking about pivoting out of your corporate career and contributing better um, and bringing value to the market um, using your underskilled, underused, underappreciated skills more uh, because maybe your corporate environment doesn't allow them. If you're looking for, you were thinking or looking or hoping to find opportunities if this lockdown period of time in our time space reality has not made you sit back and say hmm I don't know what will I'm going to be honest with you so today we're talking about the wisdom of no way out. I am Katlaho Kolobe. I am your master coach on Uplift Catalyst. And I'm here to tell you, I'm here to confirm to you that there is no way out but in and deeper in. So let's go deep in this episode. Let's talk about the wisdom of no way out. Hello. So um, there's a Buddhist monk called Pema Chodron. You might have heard of her. And she's written a book. Well, I haven't read it, but has been recommended to me called The Wisdom of No Way Out. And I just find that the idea behind the book and the title, of course, so, you know, right on. Here we are in South Africa. I'm in Johannesburg sitting here. Wherever you're sitting in the world, I bet your bottom dollar, wherever you are, maybe except for Scandinavia, you're in a lockdown because of the COVID-19 and the fact that none of us are immune to this new virus has put the world on a massive shutdown. You cannot avoid it unless you naturally are a kind of person who doesn't watch the news, doesn't read newspapers. And there are people who do that for their sanity you know, for their mental well-being, Um, and I get it, you know, I'm not a big news consumer, because I try not to be a consumer as a whole, but in particular, bad news sells, so you tend to find in the news um, uh, companies that they're selling you bad news, you know, you, you are consuming negativity hour upon hour, day after day, it just creates a certain kind of mindset Uh, from my understanding of human psychology and human performance, a mindset that is not very uh, good for you in the long run. Um, And then 
immediate run, you might not notice it. Um, but even with this um, pandemic, I have a process where, yes, I stay informed and I access the news once a day after I've had my lunchtime. So not in the morning, not in the evening. I did that early on in, in you know, as the explosion of the virus was happening. Bad idea. So I'm, I'm now on a once a day information keeping abreast. Normally I get my information from journals and scientific papers and, uh, uh, you know, well-researched documentaries. Um, and I've always said to my father, who hates the fact that I don't listen to the news, um, that, I, you know, I have my ways of looking for specific kind of journalists and researchers and scientists to feed my brain and my mind and my soul. Um, and I find that far more powerful and more useful and less panic inducing. So you might want to try it, but I want to get into the idea of the wisdom of no way out for you as an entrepreneur. There's two kind of people that I work with, that I coach as a master coach, um, where I share with them the framework of answering deep questions like, who am I in order to fix and work with challenges in the real world and in business. There's two kind of people that I work with. I work with professional women um, who, like me, had very high-powered, very high up in the hierarchy of different corporate environments um, who are looking to pivot their careers, right? So if you know anything about me, I one of my last corporate roles other than my consulting work that I've done was for a bank and most of my career I worked in the banks and uh, in my last role I was doing organizational uh, development at a very senior level um, in a bank at group level for the entire bank rolling out values and rolling out a culture shift change and leadership development okay so By the way, if you hear any noise, and if this episode sounds a little um, jagged, is because I'm obviously recording from home, and my little one is home, and yeah, so just be aware. So these women, generally highly professional, highly qualified, are looking to use their skills for good and contribute to society, and they want to find opportunity to do so they want to have clarity who am I really am I really made for a life of commuting and working in a great little cubicle in a great little bank or whatever the organization happens to be could I not be using my marketing my HR my um, uh, technical skill in IT in banking in financial sector whatever it is whatever the sector whatever the industry to contribute to society better you know people these women are looking for fulfillment and that's my role I help them create that pivot create a wider not so that they're working more 
but so that they're contributing more and they feel more uh, fulfilled in their lives. Often their children are out of primary school, a little bit more independent. Sometimes they're midlife and their children are off to university and very independent, but they're looking for that extra um, facet for their personal contribution and their personal fulfillment um, through their careers uh, in order to contribute. The other kind of person that I work with is somebody who has a business of their own, um, you know, doesn't want to go to corporate, doesn't want to be an employee, um, but they also have the same niggle. They want to contribute more. They're not interested in the latest, greatest dropshipping, whatever, right? They want to figure out a way to also contribute, to also find their fulfillment, to really get clear on who am I, and they often are also midlife, highly experienced, may not always be highly qualified, but highly, highly experienced people who've made tons of money, but now are looking for what's missing, you know, and often it's that sense of contribution, the sense of I'm, I'm growing, I'm learning every day, I'm excited, I'm, I don't know what to expect. Of course, now life has really turned um, because of the virus and, you know, most of us are in that boat, don't know what to expect and are looking, um, but these particular people are also looking for a way to contribute as well. Um, So I'm speaking to you. If you are a highly professional, uh, highly qualified woman or an entrepreneur and you considered social entrepreneurship but not deeply I'm talking to you because this moment in our history as human beings is not a mistake it's not something that we should take for granted and wish away and you know just to go back to what go back to the old way we used to be you know dreary and bored and and fighting with spouses and children and overworked and over drinking and overeating and over medicating just to get through the week and the weekend that that is no way to live and we we need right now people who have a deep sense they might not be able to say if you're one of these people you can't say why or where it's coming from but you have a deep sense that there's more to life there's more to your life I'm speaking to you this time is for you to find a way in to yourself to tap in to your talents and your being and your inner being this is a time for you to wake up to your magnificence to your massive, massive, vibrant, powerful self so that you can bring that to the marketplace. You can bring that into your commercial life and to your family life, into your spiritual life so that these things can merge. We are now living what is called the conceptual age. The information age is over, my friends, right? Just like the industrial revolution is over right the information age is over information is at the top of a button you press play on youtube on a podcast 
and you've got any information to create whatever it is whether it's a a, a high spec uh, face mask to help our medical people um, or your family whether it's a chocolate cake without eggs or butter or whatever information you're looking for you can tap into that but this conceptual age is about going beyond that what do we then create because we have access to information and creation the creating process is not just for artists it's not just for warm and fuzzy people the creation process is about humanizing yourself again really digging deep into who you are and what you are meant to contribute where you can find fulfillment to create something unique different never seen before um, that only your wiser self can do right so how do you access that wiser self you know um, how do you withdraw from the panic and the fear and the and the you know over shopping right which is a way of medicating pain and fear how do you step away from that enough to go deep to join me as we all go deeper and create a better more well being orientated life and career and business for me I have not found anything better than social entrepreneurship to bring together the skills and the knowledge and the experience and the education the information in other words that powerful women are sitting with and not applying to the problems that we face on this continent and the world clearly right as you see health uh, 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 sectors failing across the world developed world or not we are the ones we've been waiting for I've been saying that repeatedly in this series and I've avoided doing this episode I should have done it end of last week already it's already midweek of of the of I don't know whatever week <laughs> I'm losing track of time because of this lockdown um, but I've avoided saying it because you know we are being called and we are refusing to hear the call out of fear out of fear we're refusing to heed the call because we think younger people should step into the gap no my friends it's you the gen x's like me who were called the lost generation you are not lost you are born and made for such a time as this and why should the miracle of your birth end in your youth and your childhood why shouldn't you take this opportunity to expand we are alive most of us listening to this we're listening to this because we are well and i'm asking you to think about how fascinating and amazing and brilliant you are as a human being if you're like me you know a mom who had to go through um, fertility treatment 
you know that you know because I got very early um, sonograms of my pregnancy my pregnancies actually I should say because I lost some even though I have a, a, a one child now um, you know that the heart develops first it's the first organ that develops in the human being before the brain you know that there are neurological neurons in the heart and the gut and actually in the heart and the gut is more neuron cells than in the brain right this is where our intuition and our creativity and our insight comes from and we have our, 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 our failing right and failure is the right word and it's okay to fail but we are failing for the next generation and for ourselves to marry our heads and our hearts and come into the world and step into the gaps and 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 deliver what governments aren't able to deliver and deliver using our creativities and our brilliant minds what NGOs aren't able to deliver and deliver to our families and ourselves wonderful lifestyles and profits and and wealth and growth we are failing I have not found a vehicle more powerful than social entrepreneurship for women like you and me to contribute and step into those gaps I challenge you to find a better way to do it social entrepreneurship is not for sissies it's not woman fuzzy it requires discipline but it also requires clarity you have got to get clear you have got to start knowing and taking this time of feeling like there's no way out of your house of your garden of your nearest shopping center feeling boxed in closed down you have got to take this time to expand out of your box at last it's time we are one energy this is not about I and that's what social entrepreneurship is about this is not about your title this is not about your nation your country your borders this is not about whether you're a money earner uh, your gender you know whether you have kids or you don't have kids or elderly parents or you don't this is about all of us realizing if there's one thing this virus is doing, I mean, I, if, if you never realize that when you breathe, you breathe what the trees have breathed out. If you have never realized that when you breathe, you breathe what the next person breathed out, whether you know them or not, whether they're family or a friend or a stranger on the street. If you're finding out that out now, and really realizing that we each breathe each other's breath every day we are that connected I, I'm urging you to go deeper if, if 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 this virus is to be seen as a moment in time in our history as human beings as a pivotal powerful potent moment it has to be seen to be the one thing that helped us see humanity 
and possibility in each and every single one of us. And that is the starting point for powerful social entrepreneurship. Now, what gets blown away and shattered is the fake self, right? Completely shattered when you realize you are not an individual. And that is why the wisdom traditions have always taught us, like like Ubuntu and Boto, have always taught us that Ubuntu, Ubuntu, Ngabantu, right? That means I am a person through other people. Can you see the beauty of that in this moment? Right? This idea, one of our, our, our political parties at the moment is refusing to look after the homeless people and, and putting them under a, a, a bridge. Are you, like, do you understand, people, that those people are not, you know, just illegal so we will not take care of them they are human beings they breathe the same air as you and if they catch this virus and it spreads it doesn't matter how much security you have in your clifton beach home if you contract it and your immunity is vulnerable you get it the same disease Because this is what's getting shattered, our fake uh, sense of individuality. We are interdependent. Those people under the bridge are you and me. Your inability to connect with that truth, that safety blanket of your high walls and your, your electric fences and your armed response and your alarm systems isn't gonna help this time around it just isn't and i hope you will take the opportunity for it not to help right i will uh, that you will take the opportunity to say okay let the safety blanket be blown away let my attachments and my delusions and my uh, fake comforts and crutches be blown away let me not go back to the old world, the, the, the real life that I thought I had. Face your mortality. You know, face that you were just playing a role. The rich one, the privileged one, the middle class one. It's just the role you were playing. And at the end of the day, you were just an African woman, an earthling with a soul. Now, in that being, that can be real life right and there goes my mother vacuuming <laughs> well I'm back listener elevator social entrepreneur wannabe gonna be are and uh, my mom did a great spring cleaning job um, keeping herself uh, joyfully active it's um, her making is one of her 
strengths and beauties actually she's so creative she she's the kind of person who can sew curtains for you in a day and bake a wedding cake uh, and you know uh, bake Cornish pasties and uh, yeah she makes a gorgeous home and I am forever in her awe and uh, we're quite close together and in our privilege I acknowledge that we have far more space than most people do during this uh, lockdown and there's my son now yeah so I acknowledge that uh, for me uh, the privilege I have means that my I can continue to work even though working from home has been imposed on me and the hardest thing about it for me is um, you know interruptions you know um, for example that was just my son coming in asking for a donut you know my mom made donuts so I get that I am imploring you in an African setting in a developing country to dig deep when perhaps what faces you are more survival issues but I, I want to emphasize that wherever we find ourselves through fate and fortune you know there was a time when we acknowledged as human beings that when someone was down it wasn't because of their character they were down because of fate and fortune a bigger picture um, a higher power uh, taking them on a specific path but now your fate and fortune is kind of highly linked to your character and we see economic difficulty as a sign that you know there's something wrong with your character which isn't the case um, and on that point I really want to bring us back to the idea that we're human first you know uh, I haven't seen a vehicle better than social entrepreneurship to acknowledge and to bring that far more to the fore in the world not just the developing world but the world as a whole I don't think there's a more powerful vehicle than social entrepreneurship and its time is now so if you are an entrepreneur listening to this wanting to pivot your business if you are a professional woman um, you know maybe you're working for one of these large organizations like Edcon who is talking about shutting down and not being able to operate beyond this lockdown um, you, you, you are in a position to pivot your career I promise you now everything you've ever done before has led you here and will not be useless going forward but you have got to take the time out to go deep as Howard Thurman said, you know, who was Martin Luther King's mentor, you've got to go deeper, um, out of the survivalist mode, out of, 
your privilege if you're like me and see the gaps that are presenting themselves uh, and the opportunity that's presenting itself um, in your own good time it might take you a year this is not something you do on a dime um, it might take you a few months it might take you a few weeks depending on your preparedness and your sense of grounding but I'm here to say is do the work do the inner work um, we have always been infected by everyone's breath always we have always breathed everyone's breath just like we have always breathed the breath of the trees and this is an opportunity for us, just like the butterfly is doesn't start out life as a butterfly. Okay? The caterpillar can't imagine having wings. We have got to let ourselves um, allow for the tunnel of this lockdown um, to give us an opportunity to reflect, observe understand and experiment explore and test things out you know right now people are struggling to have water to wash their hands right now people are struggling to have sanitizers and soap just basic soap all over Africa Maybe you have you're someone like my mom or my grandmother who loves to potter and tinker and, 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 and create beautiful things. Why not create beautiful soaps? Why does it need to be only Kim Kardashian who has access to five factories and can pivot her uh, factories and her family's factories, her sister's factories into sanitizer creation? Why not you? You know, work on the self-worth and find those models, uh, role models that help you see that there's great possibility in you and there's great possibility around you. This lockdown to me, and I hope it becomes the same for you. And uh, we are on day eight now. <laughs> for me, it's like a spiritual retreat. And... Yeah, you know, I know I'm saying that from a highly, highly um, privileged, there's no better word, actually, position. Um, but I, I want to implore you to, in your own way, in your way, relevant and appropriate to who and where you are, to take the response that's positive and you know say yeah this is what we do when we go on a spiritual retreat we withdraw we stay in one place we are distant physically and we might even be silent more than usual and we're reflective we take time to you know find perspective and inner power and inner wisdom to find our essential self again not because it's lost or you know we need to take a trip to India to find ourselves no but because it gets clouded over uh, with all the rat race nonsense and we can see it now look at how gorgeous the earth is 
um, responding to our retreat. Um, and that might be a scary thought for some of you, the idea of retreat. Uh, but it is truly, in my experience, an opportunity to reconnect to interdependence through meditation, an opportunity to release and let go of the past. You know, things that are preached to us all the time. You're actually getting an opportunity to build new boundaries, make decisions about new boundaries. And when this is all over, because it will be over, you'll have the perfect restart button to say to people, well, you know, since the lockdown, I've decided this. It's notoriously difficult to have new boundaries with old relationships. This opportunity not only gives you the opportunity to uh, step back, but when you come forward, you can come forward as a whole new vibrant person if you choose it. After all, there is only breath and awareness. The rest is illusion. And take that to heart. And then, my friends, then we can elevate as one collective Africa. Okay, so how do we close this episode it's a little longer than I expected but like I said these lockdown episodes this whole season is totally unplanned uh, and I had planned a um, set of shows for April which I've had to rework but for the duration of the lockdown I'm gonna stay with the themes and uh, ideas that come up for me during this uh, process and period as I see it as a process. Let's bring it back to business um, and your enterprise. You, as an entrepreneur, are paid to bring value to the marketplace. If you're not valuable, you won't make much money. That's the bottom line. Uh, that's a quote from Jim Brown. Uh, if you don't, if you aren't uh, familiar with his name, Jim Brown is. Um, the man who mentored and taught Tony Robbins, who became the father of uh, life coaching and business coaching. Um, so the point of what Jim Ron is saying is don't bring your needs, your needs to the marketplace, your need for money, your need for stability, your need for security. Because as you can see, when something like this that fundamentally disrupts the market and the global economy and commerce, when something like this happens, if you're in commerce for your personal needs and you're shaken, you don't have a bigger picture, you don't have a bigger vision um, to pull you through disruption. And many of us were expecting disruption to come from artificial intelligence. And now it's come from a virus, which is not even alive. Also, I mean, the irony is, 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 oh, it's, it's rich. 
one of the other ironies for me is I've often wondered over many years how we as human beings, and I include myself in that, um, in the marketplace, were desperate for viral content, right? I would wonder and I would think to myself, what are we, if the universe is literal and it's hearing the whole of humanity wanting, wanting viral, viral, viral everywhere, I want my videos to go viral, I want my podcast to go viral, I want my, any part of my content, I want my show to go viral, um, what are we unintentionally creating? And that's a big question, maybe not for today, maybe not for this podcast, um, but yeah, that's kind of the way that I think about taking responsibility, um, and you might not be there, that might challenge you to think that way, um, but yeah, this is what this show is about, to, to, sh- to, to wiggle your brain a little bit, and sometimes to shake it right? With kindness and compassion and love, of course. Um, But you've got to bring your skill to the marketplace. You've got to bring your vision. You've got to bring your hope of possibilities and opportunities. Even in crisis, your vision has got to be so big. Your dreams have got to be so massive. They, They petrify you, but you're more petrified of never giving it a go, right? You're more petrified of what happens to the people that I could be of service to if I don't step up, right? Uh, you got to work hard on yourself more than you work hard on a job or a business. If you work hard on a job or a business, you can make a living for sure. And I've done that. You know, I had roles and opportunity and, you know, I'm not going to downplay it where I made millions of rands and I wanted to be I wanted it to be millions of USD (laughs) and um, yeah I was on that track and I lost sight of working on myself because my I had outgrown my dreams and my vision and I didn't create new ones bigger ones uh, out of fear and boy did I learn that lesson because I worked hard, boy. I worked hard. Um, But because I wasn't working hard on vision and purpose and dreams um, and imagining and daydreaming, I lost everything. You know, by the way, it's, you probably noticed by now that I am in lockdown with my parents. And that's why my child and I are living at my parents' house. Thank God, because it's gorgeous. Um, But yeah. I'm in in mid-flight rebuilding everything, you know, and yet because my dream is bigger than this moment, it's bigger than me, I have been able to keep moving, you know, uh, continue to sell, not brazenly, but um, because I'm in service, you know, I'm in service. And you hear Oprah saying that a lot. Um, So I'm not trying to mimic her. Uh, It truly is something that I am pulled, you know. Uh, It's not even something that I can say I'm fully in control of. Which can be scary, but yeah, it is what it is. 
you've got to become better at everything you do in order to bring value to the marketplace. And you can create value in many different areas. Your expertise, uh, and for many years that's where I focused, and that's why today I'm grateful that I have a master's degree when people said, nah, don't bother, it's expensive, nobody's going to need people with master's degrees. I persisted because I knew uh, whether we think they're outdated or not, people psychologically will still honor people who have expertise, Not e- even if those expertise are outdated, right, because technology is moving so fast. Um, a textbook gets outdated within 18 months, right? So, uh, but I knew that people would value the hard work it goes into completing a master's degree. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's the focus and the attention and the continuous ability to stay consistent enough to eventually qualify in something that people um, will see value in. You can get value from your ability to be productive uh, unconditionally. Uh, from being able to create efficiency in the market to your ability to uh, multiply value and and wealth and opportunity for others. You, You can create value through your influence, your celebrity status, your reputation, um, your vision, your personality, how you treat others, um, your attitude towards yourself and others. You can create value through your awareness, knowing your strengths and displaying them in the marketplace. And you can also create value by connecting with like-minded people who are completely different to you, um, but who also create massive value through masterminds. Um, So there's many opportunities. I used to resent the celebrity status Uh, of people you know and I I think Kim Kardashian got the brunt of that resentment from many of us Um, for many many years Uh, I think Meghan Markle is the latest example of that but it is a valid way of creating value and right now from my perspective tell me where I'm wrong I see a lot of celebrities with nothing to say nothing to say because they're in it to serve themselves. Can you use celebrity to be of service? That is the question of creating value. Focus on learning by adapting and making it your everyday uh, focus to adapt and be flexible and to teach other people how to do the same. And focus on mastery which means practice rather than just knowing, rather than just information. Start small, reflect along the way, and challenge yourself to teach others. That's the best way. And be patient. Be patient and step up into those gaps that you see. Let's elevate.